Good morning. This is Barb Lampson, Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener. Karen Wright. Hey, Karen. We all want to be outside and see what's growing and what's happening. And the first thing we look at maybe is the lawn. And if the lawn isn't looking as good as we thought it should, uh, what can we do right now? Well, one thing is you should hold off. Don't get too excited. Hold back, especially on the hard raking, because the spring turf is so tender, you don't want to rip up the grass by its roots. There's those little baby grasses. So you shouldn't rake if you find impressions of your shoes that remain on the turf after you've walked on it. You should use a springy light rake to delicately remove the remains of last year's leaves, but stay off the lawn until it's dry. That's the key thing, even though you're so tempted to to do stuff right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Karen, I was thinking about our pollinators. And, you know, in my lawn, I have a lot of clover. And I was reading a bulletin that came out from the University of Minnesota, and they said, ask yourself this question. When was the last time you did something for the bees? And I thought about that. And then I was reading their article, and they said, you know, the bees need pollen and nectar all season long. They need spring, summer, and fall. And it's extremely important in the spring when they're just waking up and going to become more active that they can find things to eat and so there might be a temptation if you have dandelions in your yard or if you have a clover or other maybe even some other weeds that bloom you should check and see are these beneficial for the bees and with the clover it's one of the high energy super plants because not only does it does it give the bee the nectar it needs, which is the carbohydrates, but it also gives them the pollen, which they need for protein. And they really, really need that in the spring. So if you have bare spots, you know, maybe you want to think of including something besides grass in your lawn. And one of the suggestions that they talked about is the, the spring bulbs like cilia, do you know that plant, Karen? It's just a little bulb. Are they it the gets, ones that have little blue flowers? Yeah, blue are really purple. tiny little. They're, yeah, they're yes. kind of pretty. Yes, and don't mow your lawn until they get done blooming, and you can plant them. Also, another thing they suggested was grape hyacinth. That's, that, that's another little plant. It multiplies, it naturalizes in the lawn, and all you have to do once you get it started is either mow around that spot where you've got it growing or just you can let your grass grow a little longer during that time so the bees can get this nectar and pollen that they need. Also, the dandelion is a very good plant for the bees to get their nectar. So just just a few ideas. Maybe we can think about our lawns a little differently and, and do something for the bees and, and the other pollinators. You know, not everybody's going to agree because there are, are those hardcore people that want just a lush green lawn. But really, it is something to consider. Is And if you have the dandelions, for example, pick them off before they go to seed so they don't go everywhere. So that's a, a bit of advice. Another yep. thing a lot of people do too early is add fertilizer in the spring. I even saw some lawn companies. I was just so frustrated to see this. They were putting fertilizer on 
in March, which is way too early, because what happens is the, the lawn is meant to be slow or dormant at this time. And if you put your fertilizer on too early, it encourages grass to grow during the time when it should be slow or dormant. Really, the time for fertilizer and all that is in the fall from late summer uh, August through October. So, I mean, I know we're talking about it now. If some people want a, a green flush, that's a way to get it. And you really shouldn't be doing it in the summer, especially the hot midsummer months, because that can cause irreversible damage to your lawn. And I know a lot of times the, the uh, lawn companies will say, oh, we'll do f- five different services. Well, make sure you know what you're, they're doing, because a lot of times it's way more than, and you're just wasting your money. You know, the other thing to consider, too, is, what is the soil temperature in March? The ground is frozen still, and anything that goes on then is going to run off, and you're not going to have the benefit of what the plant would want anyway. So maybe just think about the lawn a little differently. And then if you do have some spots that need to be patched that are well-worn, maybe you want to take a look at how do I use my lawn? Do the kids play out there? Are there spots from, you know, maybe the swing set or where they have a sandbox or something? and put in the right seed that you need. You might need something that's a little hardier. Get some advice. Anytime you need more information, contact the Extension Service. This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright. Wishing you happy gardening.